Welcome to the Present and Sober podcast with your hosts, Sam Goldfinch and Ellie Crow. If you want to make your life bigger, not smaller, then this is the podcast for you. If you can sense that you're destined for more and you're curious about how drinking could be holding you back, listen in and come on this journey with us. Through the interplay of mind and body practices, we will help you elevate your daily life and discover the wonder and potential of going alcohol free. Let's make life bigger together. Hey, you lovely people. So here we are, another week, another Tuesday. Of course, it may not be Tuesday that you're tuning into this. There's no prescription. You listen to whatever day that you uh, that you would like to. There you go. I'm giving you permission to do that now. Um, it's just lovely to be here with all of you, as always. And uh, we've got a really fun one today. We've gone back to our Reasons to be Alcohol-Free series. We haven't done one for a little while. We've got a couple of really great reasons here today. We just wanted to go back and have a light-hearted, um, you know, just nice episode where we're kind of having a chinwag about some awesome things and for anyone who hasn't caught them there's a whole series of these so if you go back through the podcast and look for awesome reasons to be alcohol free you'll find a few of them littered throughout the uh, throughout the episode so far so that's about it for me for anyone who is looking to join us we are still the doors are still open to join the next day stop solution so pretty much today's the last day if you're listening to this or the day of release uh, to grab yourself an early bird spot but we've got payment plans and, and different options as well a great group of people building joining us it's going to be so fun it's going to be quite the magic carpet ride and uh yeah we're just so excited it's going to be off facebook many of you have requested that i've been squirreling away creating that and um, we of course still have this amazing facebook group that's not going anywhere but any of our kind of like programs like this they're going to be going to be off facebook in their own special space space place goodness me i can't even speak this morning right team without further ado i'll hand you over to me and that ellie and off we go. Off we go. Off we go. Off we go. Sam's finished having his wee. <laughs> I, needed, uh, I, did, I did need a whistle. A whistle. Um, Coco's yeah. come to see me to remind me that she wants to go for a W-A-L-K. Can't say the word because she'll start barking. Here she is. All right, mate. Oh, I'm so tempted. <laughs> what, to get a dog? Just No, to just start bleating the word out. Coco man. No, that would be that would be mean. I'm not going to do Which that. Which word? Just start saying the word. Oh no! Start oh, saying the words you're not allowed to say. She can't hear you. I've got my headphones on. Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> right. Let's go for a walk through our podcast then. <laughs> See what you did there. See what you did there. Oh. Um, we wanted right. to delight you and treat you to something really special because every time we do this, we get a lot. Of, we get a fantastic response, and uh, it's a lot of fun. And it's, good fun. it's a nice thing to do. Off the back of taking a break from the booze in January or being alcohol free anywhere, um, just as a bit of a celebration, as a bit of a reminder of why it's freaking awesome. What are we doing, Ellie Crow? You haven't said what we're doing. Well, I don't want to say a number in case we. Ah, well, don't then. But, but like, we're going to, what are we going to explore? All of the reasons, not all of the reasons, some of the, <laughs> some of the reasons. <laughs> It's magnificent to be alcohol free. Yeah. And we've, you know, we've been doing this for a little while. We've, it's a sort of a bit of a mini series. So if you go back through the, the podcast list, you'll see there's a few of these. And uh, yeah, who knows how many we'll get through. Could be one, could be 57. That was going to be 57. But what we did last time, it was quite funny, was I shared an old blog post I wrote a few years back, which was 64 amazing reasons to be alcohol free. And we just let you pick the ones that most amused you and then chatted about mm. them, didn't we? 
Yeah. So we'll do that again. We'll see if uh, what with your memory, if you don't pick the same ones again, that'd be good, wouldn't it? I mean, it won't matter if you do. Are you, we... <laughs> are you suggesting that my perimenopausal brain's not functioning functioning optimally? That Mr. wasn't Sam. my suggestion. I uh, I was just making a comment about I'm getting old. <laughs> right, you oh, ready? Here, Here it is. Right, go on, have a look through that old list. Go pick. Go pick one. Well, you know what the problem with this is? I can't scroll. I think you might have to. Well, I'll share. scroll. If you say scroll, I'll scroll. <laughs> That makes sense, doesn't it? Oh, okay, a... right. Go on. Right. Let's um let's go in straight at the one that's hit me right between the eyes. And then you can send me the link and I'll have a scroll whilst we're talking. All right. Uh number 20. Number 20. Oh. Yeah, do you know what this is mental health? Yeah, this is really interesting actually, because do you know what? When you do something like this, you know, I wrote this a long time ago, right? So it's going to be the case that a lot of the things that were on here, I'm going to have either a different way of thinking about it now or whatever, right? But yes, the, the, the words I wrote were increased mental health. Um, mm. Shall I chat about that? I've just sent you the link to it, but you can have, you can have a scroll in a minute. Like what, what, because this isn't all about me. We're it's just using right. this as a launch pad so we can have a chat, <laughs> innit? It's not all about me. It's always about it, me. No, it's about um, me. You're you're just my sidekick. Yo, yeah. I've got this image of like Batman and Robin, and I'm just the little sat in the little sidecar in my in my tight pants. Not hot pants, tight. in my tights. When I was in uh, just as a side note, when I was in Poland and it was really cold, my girlfriend at the time, she lent me some of her tights um because I was freezing walking to school and I didn't have any long johns. Oh, and um here to report that actually it's quite feels quite good to wear uh, mm. to wear them. It's quite uh, quite comforting. I found. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, increased mental health. Yeah, we might just we might just have to pause for a second because I think What's the dogs up the dogs up to something. <laughs> oh, <laughs> mate, hang on! I, hang I'm on, literally going to have to pause. Okay, we're back. Sorry we're back. about that. It's hound life for you. What, what was the hound doing? Oh, I'll tell you about that later, mate. Hound, hounding you. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. Sorry, I, I just finished talking about how um, how wearing tights was surprisingly um, satisfying. Yeah. <laughs> um, don't really, I don't what really an image. Do. <laughs> they were under my trousers. I mean, I have, I did do, uh, I have done some acting in my time. I have worn some green tights and been. Uh, anyway, um, mental. You health know when you said that, that, that this isn't all about you. <laughs> <laughs> this bit is clearly. <laughs> <laughs> right okay here's how it looks to me i think back then i think back then i the it's interesting the selection of words isn't it increased mental health it was kind of and and i think what i was pointing out was the just bubbling up of um you know just more joy and and we've spoken about the childlike joy thing and that naturally just like coming back to us and getting that back which is wonderful which is a lot some of that's you know down to our neurology, biology, all of that stuff. And some of it's just down to like falling in love with life again. Um, but yeah, I think there's also like the removal of unnecessary anxi anxiety and stuff like that. And, um, but yeah, I think probably the way that I maybe see it a bit differently these days is that I probably back then had a flavor of the idea that mental health, uh, mental health, health was, uh, was, was more directly related to kind of, um, what's going on around us and the circumstances. And, and as I see it now, it's, it's innate. It's something we're, we're mentally healthy. Like it's, we can recalibrate back to that. Um, mm. And we, we've spoken about that a lot, but yeah, it's just, however it bubbles up, whatever, however it looks to you, 
it's just the great thing to to just feel more peaceful, feel more joy, feel more love, feel more connection, feel more etc. Right? Mm, yeah, absolutely. And, th- and there there are biochemical components of this. So if you're not drinking, you're not increasing the level of stress hormones in the body. So sure. you're not going to feel the same degree of anxiety. And and that was something I was really surprised about only a couple yeah. of weeks in from yeah. removing alcohol. Hang on a minute. I don't feel anxious every day. What's, what's happened here? Because I decided that I was just a, an anxious person or had generalized anxiety disorder all my life. And so it was a real revelation to not feel that on the regular and it's not to say that you don't ever feel anxiety or um, depressive mood or these sorts of things that we classify as um, challenging to our mental health, but you, you, I feel much more resilient and able to uh, meet those um, emotions in a very, very different way than I would have done with alcohol on board and you know you and I've talked before about in inverted commas negative emotions and uh you know that's a whole other podcast episode that if you haven't listened to you can go back and find that one but the the, the very brief summary being that you know that there aren't negative and positive emotions they're just emotions and the wondrous thing with removing alcohol and allowing your life to expand is that you're willing to include your full experience regardless of how that emotion feels in the body yeah and i think for many of us myself included we were drinking to help us um because at some level we thought it kept us safe either from something or so for example for me it's adhd ocd alcohol seemed helpful but actually it was pouring a lot of uh, anxiety into my life mm-hmm. um and and once we when we take alcohol away and if we go on a journey of learning that our feelings are safe which is a journey that we have to go on in our own time but actually well, I love what you said mate that we basically get to a point where we're sort of able to look be honest with ourselves and say okay I think there's something going on here like whether whether somebody does have generalized anxiety disorder ADHD OCD whatever whatever it might be um you know, difficult experiences in our past (sighs) going on that journey to like free ourselves from that in whatever way makes sense to us and being guided by our wisdom that like, it's not always comfortable, but it's really beautiful. And I think the Mm -hmm. journey to mental health or returning back to it, like uncovering it is, you know, it's not always comfortable. It's not supposed to be, it's not supposed to be like, um, Michael Singer often talks about in his work that very often the energy that kind of that something goes in with it comes out with the same energy yes. so if we're releasing yeah. something hard that has has a flavor of uh, whatever flavor it has it, it will come out with that um and that we may have been keeping that down with alcohol so that journey to oh that journey to kind of get back to the truth of who we are and feel and feel you know more mentally healthy is um yeah, it's not always comfortable, but it's amazing. And I, I'm so grateful because every every year on year on year I get like a massively new perspective. I mean, that's that I wrote that post a while ago. I don't know exactly when it was. Mm. Um, but I just feel that every single day from then it it just 
I just keep touching more and more and more, more resilience, more confidence, more love, more peace, because they're not, they don't come from the world. They come from through, they come through us. And innocently alcohol can kind of be like a bit of a, um, I, actually yesterday I was with a lady yesterday and I said something I hadn't said before, but it makes sense to me, like an energetic cap where, you know, we feel like something's coming up in us or there's something there. And then the alcohol's like, it's like a veil it keeps it down. Mm. But then to take that away and go on that journey, um, it allows the energy to move through us. And then, and then it's not locked or blocked or, which I think is really beautiful. Um, so yeah. it's such, such a win. Yeah, it is. And particularly because we can't selectively numb, right? So if we put a cap on mm. the things mm. that we would deem as challenging, we're putting a cap on everything. Mm, yeah. And that th there are a number of experiences I've had in the last three years where it would have been an absolute travesty to not have been able to feel the the full extent of it. You know, just this um, Monday, that trip that I went to with my eldest two young voices at the O2, like, I don't, I don't think I've ever been to anything like that in my life that was just, it was so freaking moving. Mm. There were nine 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 and a half thousand kids in this choir at one end of the or two with different acts on and have people like had the small on there and uh they were they were just unbelievable like the sound with with a, a an orchestra and what have you the sound of nine and a half thousand kids singing beautifully to all all of these you know different songs there was some bob marley songs and um they had this uh, like disco remix and you know it but it was just so moving and mm. I had this moment of being there like amongst so there's nine thousand kids I dread to think like I have no idea how many people there total and and clearly you can there's a lot happening um that you hear but the felt experience the the energetic vibration it was just like I I can't put words to it absolutely amazing out of this world kind of stuff and and i keep mm. going back to that moment like wow that was so beautiful like it brought to tears every time i think of it or every time i listen to a little snippet of it just magical that's so cool that's so cool and because often we i think we think that it's about um moving through like the, the dark clouds so maybe grief or sadness or something but actually for many of us we we may have some kind of um, innocent program or conditioning going on around not being able to allow ourselves the experience of joy or that we're not deserving of that and so there's it's so multifaceted and i think it's really important for anyone going on this journey to find a container where you feel like you can go on that journey by the way the container doesn't have to be like some some group program it can just be like a, a therapist that you like you really connect with or a coach or it doesn't doesn't matter who but someone who you really bond with that safe container to do to do that work because then suddenly you can realize that the very things you were most afraid to feel are are literally the kind of raft upon which you're going to flow into like your true expression of like joy and love mm. and all that stuff like it's they are the very thing we've been most afraid to feel like the, like it was when Simon asked us both to do our little um, story chapter in his book, uh, 
rock bottom and rising it's called isn't it um mm. i wrote but well, I, I can't remember what i wrote in the last chapter but it was something like feelings were the very thing that i used to be most afraid of and now mm. they're the very thing that signal signal to me that i'm most alive yeah and i include all of them so i'm not saying like oh and only the positive ones because nice as we've ones, said yeah. yeah it's it's not just that like it's whatever is with me i want to honor it i mean i've had a couple of things that happened the last couple of days that have brought some internal um storms up in me and i'm really like how curious how interesting and like holding them with grace and and allowing them to move through me and trusting that just the fact they're here is powerful because life's brought them out of me um and it's really it's really lovely to just be on that journey i just think that's it's so beautiful it's so beautiful like mental health is like sydney banks used to say it's just his i love his his framing he was kind of like mental if whatever we're feeling if we're just with it and allowing it its full expression and just allowing it to be then we're in complete mental health whether it's grief sadness joy love it doesn't matter but mm -hmm. the moment that we innocently go and place it onto an object other than what's just moving through us this thought energy then we're in then we're like mentally unstable the reason being that we've said that oh, I'm feeling like this because of thing outside of me and therefore it won't change until that thing outside of me either stays there forever or goes away. And that's when we're in innocently in the kind of like how it doesn't work. So yeah, knowing that that's the other thing about being mentally healthy and stopping drinking is knowing that you are safe to experience these things means that you don't have to worry that they're coming when they do. And mm -hmm. as humans, we know that we're going to feel pain like, and it, and it, it opens up the option of us creating less suffering for ourselves because we have less layers of thinking around it less avoidance less resistance um i mean oh man it's so fractal when you look in a direction like this isn't it but what an amazing thing like i can't believe that we haven't i don't know if we've spoken about this thus far but i'm not surprised it what did you say punched you between the eyes did you say i can't remember what your phrase was <laughs> <Yeah, punch. laughs> but yeah that's awesome yeah it feels like the, there's a bunch more stuff that i want to say about this too so maybe Maybe we can create it's a podcast. Yeah. Well, oh, and just you know, just putting it out there live. Yeah, that would be great. I also want to record a, po a podcast on uh, on vulnerability. I don't think. Mm. Don't know if we've done that. I think you're going to get your friend Brené on then. <laughs> oh, yeah, I just I'll just ping her an email. Don't worry, that's fine. I'll I'll track it Something down. Something to I'll track record mm. um, Right, right. Come on. <clears throat> okay. This, um, I wasn't going to go to this one, but then it just kind of made me laugh. So uh, we are. We're going there. We're going to number twenty-four. Monday mornings, although. <laughs> not always full of love and light. Can you imagine Mr. Sam not full of love and light? They're no longer a reason to write off Sunday evenings. Well, it's I like this, a... this critical look over your first, like, I can't believe I fucking wrote that. <laughs> no, no, I can. I can, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm smiling because, I mean, these are just so telling of sort of how I saw things back then and, and how lovely that I don't see things like that anymore, that I was still in a, I was still in a job at that time where, as much as I knew it was a good thing and stuff, I, I still had kind of, uh, I knew that there was something different that I wanted to do. And so Monday mornings were some, you know, I think many of us will like uh, relate to this. I kind of felt like, you know, that you're doing your ironing on a Sunday afternoon. You're like, oh, for fuck's sake, like this is just reminding me I've got to get to work this week. Right. And it's, and it feels like we're at the kind of whim of the week. Um, and it's really evolved since the then. The whim of the week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, I just another t-shirt for us. <laughs> Stop being at the whim of the week. Um, I'm at the whim of you selecting which ones we bloody talk about right now. So 
But yeah, it's interesting to me that even back then, how it looks to me now is that it looks completely different to me now. But even back then, it had such a profound impact on me that it just clearly lifted a cloud on something that had, that was really uh, that was troubling me at the time, um, which was clearly, yes, yes, you know, losing Sundays. I mean, my how common is that for people that one that you know you get two days off a week, and then on that second day, um, often people are like, it, they, we can't, we innocently can't allow ourselves to enjoy it because we're worrying about what's going to happen on Monday, oh, especially yeah. if we know we're going to be hanging out of our ass when it comes around, right? <laughs> Yeah, I mean that would be every weekend. I'd get, I'd kind of start getting excited about the weekend on a Thursday, and probably start drinking on a Thursday because it's almost the weekend. Mm. And then Friday would be Friday, and then Saturday would kind of have a tinge of uh, that. Oh, this isn't going to last. This is slipping through my fingers. So Saturday would be generally okay, but it it, it would be, almost be like. Um, tanking up on a Friday on, on a Saturday night because Sunday I knew was going to be awful and there was going to be a lot of dread about the week ahead mm. and so it would be like part like the fuck it thing oh well, I might as well just really go for it on Saturday night because I want to feel shit on Sunday anyway and then I'm going to feel super shit because I'll be doing the ironing thinking about going back to work but isn't that mad how we live in those places of dread Mm. and you lose that like that i would have lost that whole day where that so you've got as you said two days two two days that you could fill with anything but i'm going to spend one whole day wishing my life away i yeah i can literally remember in poland quite a for quite a long period of time every single sunday um feeling so shite from because what would often happen to me was I drink each night of the week, but then on a Friday I wouldn't go out because I'd be I'd I'd know what would happen. I'd go out till God knows when in the morning. So I'd just drink. I'd be pre. I'd be like drink a few beers or whatever, and then just stay at home because it was easier because I didn't didn't want to get caught up in in the madness. Right. I'd be really pleased with myself. I'd go to bed, wake up on Saturday, then I'd overcompensate. Cope, over. I can't speak. Overcompensate and sometimes like start drinking at stupid o'clock, um, like in in the day or whatever. Go out, party all night, all morning, and then get back really early on Sunday morning. And then when I woke up on Sunday, the only thing I'd want to do would be drink because I'd be like, I can take all this. I'd I'd feel like I can. If I were to just drink a few more beers right now, I'd feel better and I'd take away these feelings, et cetera. But I wouldn't want to do it because I'd know that if I did that, Monday would then be even worse. So I'd be in this like horrible zone of mm. conflict of being like, I really want to just get drunk right now, but I can't because if I do, I'm going to hate myself tomorrow. And then at some point I'd, I'd end up drinking on Monday would suck anyway because I'd get like the beer fear, post piss paranoia, whatever you want to call it. And then... Mm. And then I and then I'd come back Monday night and the cycle the cycle for the week would just start again. So yeah, like it's we're being put we're like we're being pushed around by alcohol. And like it's and to be in the middle of it, I like I describe it as being in a washing machine. It's like we're always looking for the up part of the cycle and and not realizing that it's just dumping us in the bottom. And again, like on bigger cycles and smaller cycles as well. And actually it's not until we the joy of stepping out of that. And going, oh my goodness me! I didn't even know that I was stuck in a washing machine. Like I, I like so much of my anxiety, hating Monday, 
dreading Sunday, you know, all that avoiding Friday night out, all that stuff is actually was wasn't coming from me. It was it was literally the effects of a drug on my my brain and body. Um and it was almost, but, but we have to, and I, to me, that's one of the reasons why even a short period away can be so powerful. Cause if you step out the washing machine yes, for even yeah. week, suddenly you can start seeing things that you, that, that, see, that seem very, very, they seem a lot harder to see when you're in it. Cause you don't know you're in it. Like you'd swear blind you're not because your neurology has been kind of fucked around with to put it politely. <laughs> mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. You, you took me back a little bit to, um, I remember I was actually in Australia with work and my brother had moved out there and I hadn't seen him for a long time. And I went out, this was like a Sunday night or something. I went out with him and his friends and, you know, it, it just descended into a hideous amount of um, drinking. And uh, you have that because your prefrontal cortex is offline you just have that whole like the, the stupidity of the decisions of like continuing to drink more and more and more. Yeah. When I knew that I had a meeting with you know, so I've flown, I've flown all the way up to Australia to go and meet my customer, <laughs> and I'm seeing him in the morning, and yet here I am partying with my brother like a loon on the Sunday night, knowing knowing that I've then got to get up and go to this meeting. I remember getting up that next morning and I'm just like, why have I done this to myself? Why have I done this to myself? But I can still remember being the person that was fading away on the night before with the, ah, it'll be all right. Screw it. Doesn't matter. Be all right. Be all yeah. right. Yeah. So to be rid of all of that in its entirety is just, oh, ultimate freedom. There are no words for that. And it, and it's funny, right? Because I can still sense the palpable, like, uh, sense of relief when mm. uh when i was no longer doing that um but i have to kind of go back there in my mind it's it's really these conversations are really cool because i get to go and like revisit what that was like because we heal yeah. from it right like ultimately yeah, life gets life wonderful all the time so so that kind of sense of relief is i mean if i sit even for a minute and think about how grateful i am for mornings to be the way that they are I mean, I can get quite emotional about it, to be honest, considering how they used to be. Like, yeah, it's it's such a wonderful thing. It really is. And to anyone who's tuning in and thinking, holy moly, I want that. I want that. Like, you, you can have that. You absolutely can. It's, it's about connecting with what we were just talking about. Why would you dearly love to have that? What would it open up for you? What's important? And then when you get those answers going and finding the container to, to, to kind of go on the journey. Like we, like we spoke mm -hmm. about it. It's, it's just, just do it despite the fear and all that shit. Like what you got nothing to lose and so mm -hmm. much to gain, like go for it. Yeah. And what you said before about just like taking a break and being out of the washing machine for a bit, it's such a gift because mm -hmm. then you know whether whether you go back to drinking or not, you you have the contrast. You can see what the difference is like, mm. because I remember when I was in that cycle of moderation, I used to feel shit every day. But I just thought that that was how you feel every day. You just feel shit, like <laughs> low, low level shit every day. And with this 
trip that we went on on Monday, we got back really, really, really late, early hours of the morning. And then you start playing catch up sleep wise this week. And, and I had a day early this week and I woke up and I felt like I had a hangover or what I remember a hangover to feel like. And I was like, goodness me, like, I'm going to find it hard to function today. And there are things that I can do that are going to make it easier. But how the hell did I get around like this on a daily basis? And, and actually, it would have been worse. And then if you think that you're robbing yourself of any kind of good quality sleep and mm. like the, the the layers of it, like I dread to think if I was, if I'd have had like, if I felt that tired and that like inner vertical was hung over just from tiredness and just, you know, exhaustion and probably hormones and all the rest of it. Imagine like what that would be like tipping alcohol into it. Like I just, it's, it's mind blowing. And I think this is possibly why, you know, we get to a certain age <laughs> and then it's, it's much more um, overt you know, it's it's that much more painful and that much more bloody obvious. So whether you've, but particularly if you've taken a break in January, just be mindful, capture in some way what it's been like to have mental clarity and these kind of mornings that we're talking about versus the low level, low level hungover mornings. Yeah, because it's it's vastly different. One really powerful way to capture it is uh, stick another month on. But, uh, you know, either way, whether it's a letter or a video or sticking another month on, it doesn't matter, like whatever makes sense to you. And I, I a while back, um, I got really, I got really sick. Um, this is like a while, like in terms of, it was like flu or I can't remember. It was, it was a good few years ago. Um, but I'd, but it was after I'd stopped drinking and I'd had quite a long period of time alcohol free. And, and at the time I I was like, Oh God, it sucks to be ill. Like I can remember like, like it's, you know, your body feels depleted and all of that stuff. But one of the profound things that I realized, um, was, Oh, hang on a minute. This is like genuinely really close to what some of my hangovers were like. And I was like, Holy yeah. shit. I basically used to just make myself sick all the time like a, an illness either low level or high and i got to the point with the amount that i was drinking every single day day in day out i didn't really get hangovers that badly but then every now and again because i'd just sort of take it to a new limit or, or drink harder drinks or, or whatever or, or you know, throw loads of other things in on top you'd have one of those days um but it's really good to get that point of comparison that you're talking about and and capturing it in a moment because and and there's nothing like that. And I know that me and you, we we work with a lot of people who say, you know, I did this, I had a year or something, or I had six mm. months and I know how amazing it can be, but now I'm sort of stuck in the washing machine again. I'm in the cycle, but I know it's possible. Well, just, you can kind of gain that knowing from, you don't have to go all in. If you're like, there's no fucking way that I'm committing to going alcohol free right now or a year or any of that stuff, Sam. It's like, okay, don't then do a weekend, right? Do a day, do a weekend, do a week, build up, stick some time together, start to really understand what's possible because the experiential learning is always going to be mm. super, super mm. powerful compared to what you imagine it's going to be like in your head. Because when you imagine what it's going to be like in your head, you're feeling that and, and you want some real data go out and get it. And there's also something to be said for 
if you are a month in and you think to yourself, I could do another month, go for it, like go for it. Because very often at the end of a 30 day period, you're feeling good. There's some stuff happening, but there's loads more shifts to come. There's a lot more to gain and there's a lot more to feel. Whether your goal is to moderate, drink less, stop drinking, whatever, um, you know, that 30 days is a powerful length of time, but 60 and 90 is, is unbelievable. And your, and your body and your mind and will thank you. And, and for anyone who's, whatever our goals are, whether it's to stop drinking now or in the future or to reduce drinking or take our power back from alcohol, that length of time of like 90 days, there seems to be something kind of magical about it. It's uh, you learn so much about yourself. Um, so yeah, just, just, just go for it. Feel the fear and do it anyway, as I uh, can't remember the lady's name who wrote the book would say, but yeah, crack on. Mm, yeah. Be intentional. Yeah. Awesome. Right. We've got uh, five minutes, Ellie Crow. So I've go got, on. I've got a quick, another one that made me laugh earlier. So we'll, um... <laughs> what did you mean by number 42? Better oral health. Oh, yeah. Well, like this is, I mean, I think for a lot of people, like if you drink and smoke or if you're someone who doesn't really smoke, but then every time you drink, you end up smoking or alcohol. Um, I mean, go and look at the impact that alcohol has on through through from things like, you know, gum disease through to throat mm-hmm. cancer. Like it's it impacts us at every level and it impacts yeah. the pH of our. So like, yeah, I think even I just waking up with a tongue like with a lizard's tongue is Lizard. not fun, is it? Like. It's, you know, like you've licked a flip-flop. Great. That's really nice. Um, so, yeah, I mean, like at every level of that, I think I was pointing at, pointing at that. Um, that lovely fact that, you know, you, yeah, it just, it's, just, it's just a massive gain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, it is. It is. It just, it, it, it tickled me. It tickled me. Because you, like, you don't think about all this stuff. When you leave alcohol behind, you don't think about it all. It's just... Which is another reason why it's nice to do these episodes as a little reminder of all of the wondrous things, all the wondrous gifts that you're giving yourself. Yeah, you know it. You know it. Mm. And that's no small thing. I mean, I was reading um, something the other day about the the increase in people um, with throat cancer generally in society at the moment. And a lot of it is related to many different things. But but alcohol use is, is definitely one of them. Like we we don't want to hear that. We don't want to hear that because we that's not the what we've been told. And obviously there's relative risk in terms of how much we're drinking. And but the new um alcohol guidance that's come out in Canada, like this week, I think, mm. is very mm. telling, right? They, there's a country who's decided to actually go, okay, let's look at the science, let's look at what's real based on the best science we've got right now, and let's act accordingly respond responding to that rather than responding to the alcohol lobby or rather than responding to whatever it might be um you know really interesting for anyone who's interested like go and go check it out i think it's a really brave move um so yeah, these small things they're big things like they're, they really are like and they all add up like getting the whites back in your eyes like not uh all these Hang things on, you, you're going off pace here with i wasn't <laughs> you know what i mean I'm all joking. that stuff yeah. Yeah. No, there's there's heaps. Huge. There's heaps. Hence why, as I say, I think these episodes are important for a little a little reminder, a little bit of motivation. A little, a little um Yeah. Awesomeness. Mm. That was cool. I enjoyed that. I um maybe oh, I'll have fuck. to do You're right. <laughs> just um getting handsy. <laughs> <laughs> just 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 knocking your knocking your microphone over. Yeah. Um 
yeah i mean i think i'd quite like to hey look if anyone's got any other any this would be a really nice idea as well get into the facebook group or or send us an email or whatever with things that other amazing reasons that you've discovered to go alcohol free things that we haven't spoken about or things you'd like us to expand on perhaps we could even get we'll mm. get a list going on in the facebook group and we'll see if we can um, i mean we could get thousands i have no doubt in this I think That'd we said really cool. this is just something that's going to last as long as the podcast. Like, There's no doubt. There's no way we're ever going to be able to outpace. No matter how many years we're doing this for, we won't run out of stuff. Like That's how powerful this is. That's how many great advantages there are to going on this journey. We're not going to run out of material for this. <laughs> yeah. And then you think about the list that we might have had for all the reasons why it's great to drink. Like There's a finite number. And then when you actually start to agitate them a bit, like everything I thought that alcohol did was wrong. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. There's a real, there's so much, that's a, that's a really powerful thing to, you know, William was talking about that, William Porter, when he was on, and I think many people do, the real magic is you look at the reasons why you think it's helping you too. And look at those ones clear in the face, be brave enough and courageous enough to do that and start really asking questions about those. This naked mm. mind's great at that. Are these true? You look at that and then boom, things can really start changing, right? And that's mm. a great way to start the journey, particularly with beliefs around the substance, I would say. And I think it's different. Like, I think, um, you know, because we can see them. We can literally go, yeah. what are the benefits that it's giving me? Boom, there they are, staring us straight in the face. Um, so yeah, we can, we can literally see those. They're like low-hanging fruit, mm. um, which we can start looking at and yeah. I mean, think about it. It's logical, right? If if you suddenly realised that the three big reasons why you think you drink were bullshit, then you can the profound impact would be, oh, hang on a minute, it just doesn't look like it used to anymore. Mm. Um, so yeah, mm. right. It's me waffling now. <clears throat> First time for everything, eh? Now fresh, now fresh. That I love. Right. God. Uh, so I'll, I'll see you, you later best, then. Best go deal with that. Best go deal with that hound. The hound. Yeah, I'm gonna go take her for a walk. Fair. Oh shit! Oh no, I can say it now because she's not here. Oh yeah. I, I, <laughs> I start shouting. Oh no! No matter how loud I shout, I'm just gonna walk. I'd laugh so much if there was some glitch right now, and it just it wouldn't because you're actually going on a walk. I wouldn't be that mean, by the way, everybody. Right, love you all. Have an amazing day. See you all uh-huh. soon. Mwah. What a great chat. Not much else to say other than have a bloody marvellous week. Love you all and see you soon.